the hard shoulder. All new Stoke. With the all new Nissan Juke. The coupe crossover by Nissan. Nissan. Innovation that excites. When things go wrong and will not come right, though you do the best you can. When life looks black as the dark of night, the point of playing is your only man. Well, when money is tight, it's hard to get, and your horse is also ran. And all you've left is a heap of debt. The point of playing is your only man. When health is bad and your heart feels strange and your face is pale and wan, when doctors say that you need a change, point of playing is your only man. When food is scarce and your larder bare and no rashers grease your pan, when hunger grows and your meals are rare, a pint of playing is your only man. In times of trouble and lousy strife, you've still got a darling plan. You still can turn to a brighter life. A point of playing is your only man. Yeah, what an absolutely brilliant ad. Of course, uh, for uh, for Guinness, a pint of plain, this is to mark a brand new series here on the hard shoulder called Fact or Fable. So Shane Hannan of Off The Ball is going to join me every Tuesday to confirm or to rubbish some of the most popular myths and truths out there. And one of them, well, the first one, we thought we had to start with this. You heard it there in the middle of that ad. If food is scarce and the larder is bare, a pint of plain is your only man. Can you indeed survive? on a diet of Guinness. We know people say there's eating and drinking in a chain. I mean, we probably should start by saying a Guinness or a Diageo, they don't make these claims anymore, do they? No, they certainly don't, Kieran, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> Look, they, they stress the importance, of course, of knowing your limits when it comes to alcohol consumption, which is the very antithesis of what we are uh, talking about today. But yeah, a pint of plain is your only man, but if it's your only sustenance, uh, I don't know. You could be in for a bit of trouble, really, uh, based off the, the research I've been doing. All oh, right, OK. Days. Well, tell it, let's start with what's in it. Yeah, so like we all know Guinness. We, a lot of people love Guinness and the taste of it and the creamy texture. Oh. Uh, and I think a lot of us miss Guinness from a tap these days. Uh, we, you know, the, the Guinness from the can is not just quite the same with the widget. Um, but it's fairly simple ingredients. Water, barley, you've got roast malt extract, you've got hops and brewer's yeast. So then a portion of that barley is roasted to give it the, the dark color, which is actually a ruby color as opposed to, to a black. And then it's pasteurized, filtered and all the rest. And it's vegan friendly, some of the Guinness that they make as well now. So they had used a, a, this uh, isinglass, which is gelatin from fish bladder. They stopped using that. So it's actually vegan friendly now. So fairly simple ingredients. But uh, it's when you take it uh, all day, every day, that's when the, the troubles arise, I guess. All right. OK, we might talk about those troubles. But there, there was this mm. old thing that it was a meal in a glass, wasn't there? <laughs> A lot of people say this, and like that's, I guess, why the the whole idea of can you survive on on Guinness all day every day as your diet, and some people have suggested Guinness with bananas, maybe Guinness with a Snickers bar with different bars, uh, but no, like to to call Guinness in a glass, a meal in a glass, it's it's less a meal and more a nibble, Karen. So if you if you if you narrow it down, so a pint of Guinness actually only contains around one hundred and sixty to one hundred and seventy calories. Oh, great! Yeah. Uh, which is you less than skim milk. Then. Go on. <laughs> yeah, you'd need quite a few. Like that's that's less than orange juice, less than skim milk, right. and most other beers, and then only around seven point seven grams of carbs. So that's the equivalent of around a quarter cup of sunflower seeds, and then no fat at all. So, uh, sustenance-wise, you would want to be drinking 
quite a bit. And then even an iron, we all obviously talk about the iron element. It only actually contains 1.1 milligrams of really, iron. Really, because I thought it was, and this is why you get Guinness, or I, maybe, you, I'm not sure if you do anymore. You used to get a glass of Guinness after you gave blood, didn't you? Yeah, you sure did for 30 years here in Ireland. And that was only stopped in in 2010 because uh, really the, the, the new lower drink driving limits came in. And then they decided, well, we can't, we can't really be, you know, giving people a pint of Guinness. They might be driving home after donating blood. And we don't want people to stop giving blood. Uh, even in um, the UK, they did it uh, routinely, giving a pint of Guinness after giving blood, uh, as were patients recovering in the hospital. And new mums as well, told that half a pint of Guinness twice daily could help, quote, bring in their milk. So uh, when they stopped it, a spokesperson for the Irish Blood Transfusion Service said that decision by Diageo was to scrap the bonus point. It hadn't made people more reluctant to donate, which was a good thing. Um, and then they, they went back to the to giving people crackers and biscuits okay. as opposed to Guinness. So not quite the same, but it's only, as I said, 1.1 milligrams of, of iron. And the recommended daily amount is 14 milligrams for a woman and 8.7 milligrams for a man. So it's not quite what you need in just the one pint. All right. OK, so so the, the, there wasn't really much value in it there uh, from a, a blood point of view. There was, as well as, all you know, a pint of plain being your only man and a meal in a glass and all that. We remember the Guinness is good for you campaign. I mean, that's one of the most successful marketing campaigns of all time. Yeah. And like going back as as, far, as early as 1931, Kieran, you had this good for you campaign. And, and the slogan was seven glasses, seven days of the week and seven beneficial reasons to drink Guinness for strength, nerves, digestion, exhaustion, sleeplessness, tonic effects and the right. blood. So right. it's fair, like the way they were putting it across was that it was good for you in, in a lot of ways. Now, it has, we have to say there are some positive okay. effects to drinking Guinness and uh, they, they should be put forward. So antioxidants in Guinness uh, might actually contribute to a reduction in harmful cholesterol deposits in the arteries. So in a similar vein to aspirin, uh, it kind of right. has that helpful benefit. Isn't that why people put blueberries on their porridge because of the antioxidants in it? I'd imagine a bit of Guinness <laughs> in your porridge would be a bit manky every morning. Go on. A little bit, a little bit. And then you have um, the surprising health, I guess less surprising health benefits. In moderation, you've got relaxation. We all know how a few Guinness, if, you, if you're into a few stouts, makes you feel. Uh, better sleep when it's in moderation as well. And then reducing the risk of stroke and diabetes. And then there was a very important piece of research uh, from the University of Wisconsin, uh, 2003 it was done, uh, which reported a pint of Guinness a day may work as well as a low dose of aspirin to prevent heart clots uh, that raise the, raise the risk of heart attacks. So they compared stout to lager uh, by giving it to dogs who had narrowed arteries similar to those in heart disease. And then I guess the, the main benefits from a survival point of view come in form of calories and fibre. But as you said earlier, you, be, you need, need to be taking quite a, a, a number of um, pints of Guinness daily to, in order to be getting those those benefits, really. All right. OK. Uh, in in terms of calories, as you said, you know, that there's there's very few in it. Like, would you would you start to lose weight as well by just you, not you having would. enough calories? This is the thing. Now, you're, you're, you're losing weight, but not, not in a very yeah. good way. So this this diet, uh, you know any weight loss experienced is likely water loss and due to the fact that you're not really consuming any solid food some people you know without the guinness uh, solo diet people who drink guinness often say oh I, i'm putting on weight because of this guinness but the reality is it's because the alcohol uh, what that does to you it gives you more of a hunger for things like kebabs and for greasy feeds either that night or the next night and that's what actually causes you to put on the uh, all right. the weight. All right. Let's, let's not very... let's not knock the kebabs while while you're at it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard Burst not enough kebab. bubbles here. Right. Okay. <laughs> no. Let's imagine then. Right. Go back to the the whole premise of this. Can you survive mm-hmm. on 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 a diet solely of Guinness? If I tried to survive on a diet solely of Guinness, what would I be lacking besides calories? What would I be lacking? What would happen to me? 
Well, the best the best way to to do this is to ask a couple of people who have who have done it. So I, I was researching this, and and a couple of journalists have gone there where where no man has gone before. Um, and Steve Brunoli from the Sonoma Valley Sun in 2013, he's in California. He kept a diary as he did this for one whole week. Um, and by day two, he was saying, yesterday was easy. I drank probably four or five Guinness beverages throughout the day. No problem. Today was a little different. I drank about 13. I did the math. Each can is 150 calories. So I need to drink roughly 15 beers to get the proper calories. Uh, and he started talking about, uh, you know, the Guinness diet just not being not being worth it. He's sweaty palms. Uh, that sort of thing and real just terrible terrible hunger another guy who did it uh, you know you give you give uh, you, you get rid of other food and water one other guinness lover existed for a week on four to ten pints a day wow. supplemented with milk and orange juice due to this, the lack of calcium and vitamin c so essentially what's going to happen to your body kieran uh, you know you'll still be lacking in vitamin a vitamin b12 which you need to produce blood you get some protein but you need to be drinking about 35 pints a day <laughs> right, to get the recommended right. amount okay. which is which is quite a lot the diet is, is would be very low in vitamin e most minerals you need are missing some vitamin c in bananas if you add that to the diet but again eight or nine uh, bananas a day you'd need so you'd become bloated you'd start to lose your hair and fingernails oh, crikey. and then the, there's also the negatives of being drunk all the time you know work would be fairly difficult you couldn't drive uh, you'd, you'd be at the jacks quite often, I think. Oh, well, I was about to say, we've gone this far and you haven't even mentioned the effects in the plumbing if you're having 35 <laughs> pints of Guinness a day. Yeah, well, listen, anyone who's had a Guinness hangover listening in uh, knows the excruciating torture <laughs> that, that brings with it the next day. The, so, the torture for also... your significant other as well who has to live <laughs> with you the next day. Exactly, exactly. And there's <laughs> the cost of the cans as well. So it's, it's all in all, uh, is a Guinness diet possible uh, solely just Guinness? You'd have to say no, Karen. All right. Okay. Fable. Fable is what it is, is, is the declaration on whether you can uh, survive on a diet uh, solely of Guinness. Worth reiterating again, Guinness and Diageo do not suggest that you can do this. <laughs> but look, it is one of those old wives tales out there. You know, there's eating and drinking in it. According to Shane Hannon of Off The Ball, just drinking in it, nothing else. Shane, thanks a million for that. Thanks, Karen. 